Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Metal Chat Podcast. My name is Melissa and I'm coming to you from Boston, Massachusetts. This episode is a conversation that I had with Joe from Tampa by way of Chicago. He has a YouTube channel called Wasting Time with Average Joe and he has appeared on the Contrarians YouTube channel. Finally, he's appearing on my show. This has been a long time in the works and I'm happy to have him on. We talk about the bands that maybe stay a little too long at the party and who is the next generation of the bands that are going to pick up the mantle to carry on the hard rock and heavy metal torch. But before we get started, as always, I thank you for your continued support. It is much appreciated. And with that, we are on to episode 51, My Chat with Joe. So my guest today is my buddy Joe from Florida. You may know him from Wasting Time with Average Joe YouTube channel and The Contrarians. I've been on his show a couple times. We've been meaning to do this a few times and finally stars have aligned. Welcome to the show, Joe. Thanks for having me on. This is uh, something I've been looking forward to for quite a while. I to go see Aerosmith last week and that canceled. Yeah, so how this whole thing came about is Joe and I were talking about Aerosmith, and we're going to talk about not just Aerosmith, but other bands and uh, performers that may be staying at the party a little longer than they should, and when is it time to say goodbye? So Aerosmith was supposed to be playing here on New Year's Eve, right. and I had not bought tickets to the show because I was on the fence about, you know, do I want to go? Although I did see the set list, and I did like it because it wasn't as 90 as it's been the last few times that I've seen them. Correct. So I was, I was on the fence, but I have a friend who just turned 60. She lives in Maine and she reached out to me and she said, would you, she loves, loves, loves Steven Tyler. He's her favorite person in the world. And she's like, would you be interested in doing this on, you know, New Year's Eve? Like maybe get in a hotel and, you know, kind of making something fun and it being her birthday and everything. I thought it'd be all right. But I said to her, I'm not spending a load of money on that. Like I'm not going to drop a thousand dollars or something for this ticket. You know what I mean? Find something right. reasonable. And yeah. so she was looking around and everything and then they can't. So right. that kind of took care of that problem. Yeah. So apparently Stephen has uh, bad throat problems, but you never know what the real story is. Right. But I've seen the band. So they're one of my fir first bands that I loved. I, they're one of my favorite bands. The first four albums are my favorite four albums by any band. First six albums are, in, what, six, seven albums are incredible. Uh, you know, and then when the, the resurgence came in the 80s, I, I, you know, you just stick with them through habit, right? Right. I, I think Pump was their last average album and everything since was, uh, you know, I've seen them countless times. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of hope I get a refund, honestly. But Oh, you haven't got a refund yet? No, because everything's been, everything's been pushed back oh. to 2024. I know. Okay. And it's crazy because there's venues that will give you refunds and then there's other or ticket. I'm, well, a Greta Van Fleet show here was rescheduled and I automatically got a refund. Then I wound up going to see him in Chicago, which was outstanding. We can touch on that when we talk about bands staying too long and, and the new right. and the breed. But um, yeah, so, you know, yes, yeah, so there's no refunds being offered. 
uh, right now because they're oh, that's, saying yeah, that's 2024. interesting. Twenty twenty four. Yeah. So you tell me where you want to start. Well, let me ask you this: Do you yeah. do you think it's going to happen? I don't know because it's interesting. They, you know, they had uh, last time I saw Aerosmith was in two thousand nineteen on that residency. The show it's been getting more and more like this, but the show was such a Vegas production, and so you know the key it, you could hear the keyboards picking up a lot of the heavy weight. You know, you know, hear Joe's guitar, but it, the sound was so sanitized, and mm-hmm. Stephen was was constantly yelling at, at at the soundboard. You can you can tell him he was it was like he was pissed off the entire show. And this is like every oh. night they're they're playing what three four nights a week in, in at the Park MGM. It was entertaining, but it wasn't. I would I did not consider it an Aerosmith show. Like I was I had a draw the line T shirt on and no one knew what the hell it was. It was people were just going there to see Aerosmith and yeah. they play cats in the cellar and I'm the only guy that's going crazy and then they play I don't want to miss a thing and everybody loses it and, and I'm you're like, like yeah I'll go have a beer now. <laughs> yeah exactly. So and and the tickets were expensive. Yeah they weren't yeah they they weren't they cheap. Were- it, was, it was Vegas. Yeah I had it in the back but I had a good view. I mean it, the venue is great but that's the last time I saw them. Back to your question. Um, do you think what, what, what was your question again? I'm do sorry. you think do you think it's going to happen? Do you think that, that I don't know because so so then they had the residency again and they canceled. They said it was because Stephen got got sick, but then they had the you know that that woman brought the lawsuit up because of his relationship with her back in the seventies when right. she was a teenager, right? So that's ugly, and I was told by some people in the background that was the reason but right. then they announced this tour you know uh, subsequently i saw joe perry play solo in suburban chicago he he did like four dates four or five dates two of them were in the chicago area he had gary sharon sing and it was one of the best aerosmith-esque shows i have seen in the last 20 30 years did he, he do was, aerosmith stuff he did every song he played for aerosmith was off the first six albums so he played Somebody off the first album. He played SOS, <clears throat> which was probably the best version. Plus, Gary Gary Sharon's a great performer, right? Yeah, he is. I'm not a huge extreme guy, but I mean, he's a great singer. He's in shape. He's all over the place. And he and no one had I. We kind of had an idea, but you know, he, it was very low key that he was touring with Joe Perry. Mm-hmm. So he played SOS, and it was so cool. It was so live. He's like kind of tuning his guitar and I'm like, man, this it's super heavy. And then he just goes into SOS. Then he played, uh, he didn't play, Walk This Way was the only hit he played. And that was his encore. Off of off of Rocks, which is my favorite album of all time, he played Lick and the Promise. He played Chip Away at the Stone. So oh, that, yeah. Yeah, that was a belief track. Yeah, so, and then uh, he played Bone the Bone, Coney Island Whitefish, another fantastic song of a night in the ruts. His first encore was off of uh, For Rock in the Hard Place was Lightning Strikes. And he said it was kind of like an F you to Steven because that was the album without Joe Perry. I was just going to say that was the one. But the rest of the show, I mean, he played blues. He played a rockabilly tune twice. It was great. He played a tribute to Jeff Beck because it was, you know, recently Jeff Beck had passed away. So he played Bolero and played a little. It it was awesome. Joe. But there again, I met Joe and I walked in the room and I could send you a picture later if you want to post it or whatever. I was like, whoa, you know, I've seen Joe personally. I saw him. I met him at the Super Bowl back in 2001. I met him for a book signing. But this time I was like, whoa, he doesn't look good. Like he's old and he looked frail. Like if mm-hmm. I if I would have bumped him, he would have broken. But he was cool and he put on a great show. But uh, yeah, he, but and he stays active. But 
to your point, maybe because the other thing is not it's not just Steven Tyler because they've had issues with Joey Kramer, right? Right. So yeah, and it's the drummer, and you don't know what the whole thing is there. They've always had issues. I've I was also told by the same person who told me that the you know when they canceled the residency, um, this guy also told me one of the members of the band apparently when they go on tour. Steven gives the guy like literally gets ticks like he gets a, a nervous tick because he's got to go on tour with Steven. And I don't know if it's Brad Whitford or Joey Kramer, but because <laughs> I, I, I heard an interview with Brad Whitford. He uh, he's he's had a lot of like therapy and everything. <laughs> so I don't know. It, I, I, I'm thinking it's one of those two guys. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, the whole thing with Joey Kramer. So he wasn't even part of this uh, final tour. And he didn't he wasn't at the residency, right? Did he not he wasn't play at the residency either? No, no, not even when I saw him. Uh, he wasn't yeah. playing. Do you think that maybe it is time for them to just? Well, you know what? I I kind of said so. Joe Perry had that heart incident too, but he right. here you go. You know he's touring. He's still touring with the Hollywood Vampires, and he played yep. the solo tours. So he's staying active. I don't know, man. I, I, yeah, I think it's time. You know, and same thing with Kiss. It, they're, I'm seeing them for their final show in Chicago, which is right before the big New York thing. Yeah, a lot of these bands stayed to the party too long, but who's really picking up the mantle? You know, I wanted to touch on the Power Trip show with Yeah, so I want to talk about the Power Trip show because yeah, and, it, kind and of also, plays, it kind of plays into this whole thing because, right. you know, I, I didn't go to Power Trip, but I watched a lot of the footage. Brian Johnson, it's probably time for him to have a seat. You yeah. know, you just kind of like, do you do you need to do this? I mean, there are people who are right. still touring because they kind of have to. They didn't spend their money wisely or whatever. And, you know, and I get that there's an ego thing, you know, and, and, and for some people, it's all they know how to do and, you know, all that all that stuff that you hear about. But at some point, and I and I hope that there's an, it's not like a, an emperor's new clothes type of thing with these bands. And I hope that there's people that can say, you know what, it's time for you to bow out gracefully. Because there's other, I mean, Bon Jovi's had issues, right? John Bon Jovi's had issues uh, with his voice as well. Right. Don well, Dawkins. The, the thing about ACDC, though, if I can uh, just interject there, sure, they did release. An incredibly kick-ass album, which you know, recently in the last few years, that power, right. power, uh, what is it, power, power up, up, right? That power up album is great. So, and not a lot of bands are releasing outstanding new music. So, at least I give them that. But right. you know, the fact that um, what, how many original members in the band were at that power trip? Right. It, it's it was Angus well, and probably just Angus. Right. I mean, he was Angus. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Brian's been there yeah, a really well, long Brian's time. Not, but yeah, at the at the end of the day, it is really just Angus. Yeah, you can. Yeah, exactly. But then you have Phil Rudd. Phil Rudd played in the album, but he didn't play in concert. Right. And then they have his his they nephew have Steve, now taking Stevie. Malcolm's spot. Right. Yeah. So, he, uh, Stevie's been there for a yeah. few years, but still he, he's fairly new. Right. Absolutely. You're 100 percent right. right. It, it is really just uh, just Angus. But that being said, I mean, who else? People are starved for hard rock and metal. And there's not a lot of young people that are, you know, releasing quality stuff outside of Greta Van Fleet. And, and, and I'm going to I probably people are going to be swearing at me in that. But I, their new album is incredible. And they their live show this last tour was great. It's up there with the big guys. But outside of that, people are starved for that kind of music. It's all you hear at sporting events. You hear it on the radio constantly. I mean, you hear the same songs over and over again, but who else is going to do it? So I think what plays into it is that a lot of these bands, as long as they want to do it, and they make money, and uh, and people show up. And well, people are going to go. I mean, you, Motley Crue is a fun example. You know, of people are going to go. Yeah, and they're going to spend thousands of dollars. I, they're going to spend I, thousands I was, of dollars. I would be sad though if if Iron Maiden did that. I I just I really want them to 
to just when it's time to to walk away, just walk away gracefully. And, you know, you've made your money, you've made your mark, you know, and just go enjoy your grandkids or, you know, whatever. I mean, we talked before about Power Trip, about how everybody knew Ozzy was right. never going to make that. The thing about Iron show. Maiden, Iron Maiden has has had a quite a stable lineup, classic lineup. Mm-hmm. All the guys are in great shape. Bruce can still bring it after Bruce is Bruce is a Bruce is a miracle after what he went through. They're all in great shape. Right. So, you know, Maiden's one of those bands. I, I don't see why they should. And Guns N' Roses, I mean, you know, it's the three three original guys, but people are showing up and they sell out and they're making money. So how do you think they sound? You know, it, it's Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Well, I saw them on the uh, on the original. I saw them on the second leg of the original reunion tour. I am not a huge Guns N' Roses guy. I was kind of, I'm kind of in the middle. I first, believe me, the first album blew me away, but then when it yeah. got overplayed, I was like, eh. I actually like Chinese democracy a lot. <laughs> which is an outlier, but I, I was blown away the live. They were great. I was like, wow, holy cow, you know, but again, they, you know, so it's slash and it's duff and Axel backing band. You know, he's got original, he's got guys from his Chinese democracy tour guys, and he's got a lot of backup. A lot of these bands are doing that. So you, know, you got keyboard players in the background, you got extra guitar players in the background. So, you know, there's a lot of that too. It's not, it's not the, you know, four guys on Hollywood Boulevard, uh, Sunset you- Strip. How do you feel about people? Okay, I'm going to stay a little longer at the party. I'm going to go out a little bit, continue to go out, but I'm going to use whatever backing tracks or down tuning or yeah, you know, it's extra people. How do you feel about that? You know, I'm entertained by it, but then when I, you know, so recently I saw that Joe Perry and I saw Ted Nugent, um, and that was apparently his farewell tour, and he's in he's amazing shape. You know, he's he never did drugs or anything. And that was straight up live. And I still prefer straight up live to the whole sanitized. You can hear the keyboardist or the background singers. And so I do prefer to hear straight up live. Even when I go on YouTube, I I prefer to watch those 70s concerts with all the mistakes and everything else, but it's, it's straight up live, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It like, like the Aerosmith, the Aerosmith residency was, or queen queen's another one. So my, actually my, Two of my sons are going to the Formula One in Austin, Texas this weekend. The Killers are playing tomorrow, and then Queens playing Saturday. And they're going to both those shows plus the race on Sunday. But, like, when I saw the last time I saw Queen, it wasn't Queen. It was a Vegas production of Queen. It was way too sanitized, you know? That being said, I never saw the United Center that packed since Michael Jordan. It was like a Michael Jordan playoff game. It was standing room for a concert. So because of that movie and everything, people are still starved to hear Queen music and they'll go see it, you know. And now I saw him with Freddie and there was no comparison. They're still huge. I mean, they might be bigger than ever now, you know. And you get in the situation too, you know, Roger Roger Taylor has his son playing most of the drums now. Right. You know, so you got you, they're handing it off to to family members. Uh you wonder what's going to happen with Kiss. Evan Stanley's now opening up for his dad, right? Um, I saw that. Yeah, cheap trick. You got uh, Rick Nielsen's son on drums, and Robin Zander's son is playing rhythm guitar and handling a lot of vocals. I don't know. Cheap trick, a lot, the next generation. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Are that's we what I mean. Paul said that, right? Paul Stanley and, said that that he said that Kiss could go on without them. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. I, 
I'm okay. I'm okay. I mean, I if you're gonna do it, wait, don't, here, don't we, lie about you it. Though, see, you know, would you want it? Would you go see it? I, well, people don't. A lot of people don't care though. You you know, you and I are, are outliers where we're hardcore fans. But I could see in 20 years, people. Oh yeah, let's go see Cheap Trick, and it's Robin Zander's son, and right, and you know, in I don't know, maybe Tom Peterson will be. I don't know how anybody could replace Tom Peterson. Even when they replaced Tom Peterson, I was pissed because that guy's amazing. But yeah, I don't know. Is it gonna be? Their sons are, I mean, ACDC's doing it. So a lot of, the lot the, the people, there's a lot of uh, fans out there that are starved for hard rock and metal that don't give two craps about who's in the band. Right. You know, there's a lot, yeah, care. people are casual. Yeah. They don't, they, they don't, they just want to hear their, they want to hear the hits. Yeah. They want to hear the hits and, and they don't, right. you know, they don't, they don't know what they, what they're seeing. They don't know who's there, who's, who's actually playing, who isn't. So for the bands that are doing it live, I'm okay with down tuning. I'd prefer you to down tune like Tesla. If you if that's what you need to do in order to to do this live to to match your voice for somebody in their 60s, then you do that. Rather right. than, you know, you sing a line and then hope that the the crowd sings the rest of the song for you. <laughs> yeah, like uh Vince like Neil. Vince Neil, yeah. right. But he has backing tracks too. Oh yeah. 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 But so like you said, I mean, people don't care. It's sort of like a you know, it's a day out or night out, whatever, get a babysitter and we're going to go to a show and we're going to relive our youth. And and you're right. A lot of people don't really analyze it and don't and don't really and don't really care. I prefer to see live warts and all. Yeah. And, no, you know, but here's the other question is like you were talking about, OK, so now the kids are being part of the show and everything. So you've got like a foreigner, right? They have one oh, one geez. original member and he's only and he's not there all the time. No. So I've seen foreign like I've seen foreigner, you know, the original foreigner. I've seen this version of foreigner like like four times. Right. This version. Only one time Mick Jones was there. Right. So first, I, I remember I mean, the first time I saw him, I was out in Los Angeles and I had nothing to do. And I found that Foreigner was playing the Hollywood Bowl and I had never been to the Hollywood Bowl. And it was Foreigner, Journey, and uh, Night Ranger. Traffic was so bad I missed Night Ranger. But I saw Foreigner comes on stage and I'm like, these guys look really young. And now I knew I knew Jeff Pilson was in the band, but like three songs in, they're like, Mick Jones isn't here tonight. He he gives his regard. I'm like, this is a, this is a full on tribute band. It is. Yeah, I mean, so now I they're doing this farewell tour, and and I knew the singer, you know, was uh, what's his name from Hurricane? He's a great singer, you know. Um, yeah, but, Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, Foreigner's a whole different thing. That that's but just a weird, weird. I was at the Indy Five Hundred in uh, 2018 or 19, so they have something called Carb Day on Friday, and they have time trials, and they have you know they have a big concert, and they had Cool and the Gang and Foreigner. It was packed with people and everybody, they played all the hits and everybody went crazy, but, and no one cared if Mick Jones, Lou Graham were on stage. They just, it was Foreigner and they were playing Feels Like the First Time, Cold as Ice and Hot Blooded. So that's Did you all see, have you seen any footage from, uh, from Lou Graham? I mean, he has like tons of like backup singers and yeah. it's this really weird augmented Yes. I don't, yeah, yeah I it's really bizarre. But I mean, you know, it's kind of like the whole David Lee Roth thing. Like you, like you know, he had that Vegas residency, and people were dying to go see it. You know, whatever. And I watched the video, and I was like, oh, I know, yeah. You know, but even on, he he was rough even on the reunion tour. But, I, well, he was he's, he was rough in the eighties. I mean, let's face it, he wasn't a really he's never yeah, really been but he was, yeah, but he, he put on a show. You know, he, he exactly. Was yeah, now he can't do the kicks or jumps off the stage and everything. He does those his uh, shuffle dance and everything. And, yeah, and then it's like a lounge act, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, very much. Yeah. A, he can still it, twirl it, his sword. 
Yeah, exactly. So where do you see the state of rock and metal going forward? I mean, who's you talk about Greta, Greta, I know how much you like Greta. Here's the interesting thing about Greta Van Fleet was they actually played the Boston Garden here in Boston. And I was no. shocked that they played the Garden. They are selling big hockey arenas. I didn't realize that they were that big. Yes. Yeah, so they, me neither. I mean, I, I did, but I didn't. And when I saw this tour, I'm like, this is pretty ambitious. But, you know, I went to the show in Chicago. They played Rosemont or Allstate Arena, you know. That's like the secondary. There's United Center, then Allstate right next to O'Hare. I would say it was 85 to 90% full. And they had a stage show that rivals any, like they had a stage show that rivaled Maidens or when I saw Metallica indoors. They had flash pots. They had ramps. They had, it was, it was full on and it was full on rock and roll. And on top of that, so like I, you know, when the first album came out, Everybody's like, ah, you know, Led Zeppelin tribute band, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but it's fun, you know? And then, you know, I have sons and it's nice. It was great to see young people losing it over hard rock, right? Yeah. And then the second album came out and I was like, ah. And then the third album came out and aside from the first song, which I like a lot, but it's not, you know, it's more mellow. But I was like, ah, I don't know. But then this album came out and I listened to it. First of all, Meeting the Master was originally, you know, our first release. And I'm like, this is great. And uh, Justin from The Darkness had a big episode after that song was released. And he's like, this is not a tribute band. These guys are a real deal. So I'm like, this song is amazing. So then the album comes out and I'm listening to it and I'm listening to it. And the more I listen to it, I'm like, this is friggin' awesome. Like, I love the new album, Starcatcher. And on top of that, Jake is the brother that plays guitar, I believe. He has there's like YouTube videos out there trying to figure out all the tunings he has on every song. Like he has standard tuning. He has drop deep tuning. He has Gad dad, like, uh, like Jimmy page on Casimir. He's got this one tuning. I'm meeting the master guys had, it took him days to figure it out. He does drop D and then throws a, a, um, a, um, Oh shoot. What's, what is it? A capo on his third fret on the second fret. So all these weird tunings, it's just cool stuff, but, Live, yeah. Other than that, I don't know who else is out there. I went to Austin City Limits almost two weeks ago for the first weekend, and it was packed. But the Foo Fighters were were the only really you know traditional hard rock band, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he had but like uh, what was that? Thirty Seconds to Mars, who, that I, uh, Jared Leto's band. He had a big crowd. Um, you know, some of the other bands. It was a mixture, but the only band I really got into was Foo Fighters. But it, it's the only oh, really? oh, they were amazing. They were great. They put on a great show. And then I, I, I saw something I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. Shania Twain coming on stage and singing The Best of You with uh, Dave Grohl, which was <laughs> crazy. Um, <laughs> I don't think she had ear monitors in because it was kind of off tune, but it was fun. Because she played at the same time as them. And then she her set ended and she came over and sang with the Foo Fighters. But well, that was nice. Yeah. yeah. So you get these big fests, you know, and, and they're selling well. You know, the Power Trip is the only one that really is full on hard rock but they're selling well i mean my business ships a lot of things for live nation and uh they're you know knock on wood they're doing well uh with these big festivals but you know how many is how many hard rock bands are part of it right you know another band out there is tool so tool you know tool draws they play these big fests and they keep on playing they released an amazing album but, you know, it, it's a, it, another thing that blows my mind, and I'd like your opinion on this. People people say, well, Tool's a new band. I'm like, no, Tool's like 30-some years new. old. Yeah, no, exactly. No, they, they've been around. A new yeah. band. It's like, no. No, yeah. it's been 30 years since exactly. Undertow. Yeah. Yeah. They're not new. 
They're not. No. Yeah, I'm going to see them. I, I'm going to see them. I think it's February. We have our tickets. We yeah, tickets so they just announced another league. Yeah. Yeah. Go see them. They're phenomenal. Yeah, no, we already have, we have the tickets to go see them. I, I enjoy seeing them. I see them whenever they come around, and, and I, I like reminds them a me, lot. Honestly, it reminds me of seeing Rush back in the day, because Maynard stands off in the side of the stage. You have the three guys playing, and I'm like, there's times where I'm like, wow, this is like Rush you know, between songs. So they're a really good band. I mean, they're, they're a weird, they're metal, but they're not metal. Yeah. They're, metal, um, they're not really metal, but metalheads like them and non-metalheads like them. And you get a neglected right. group of people that go to see them. That's for certain. Definitely. Yeah. And their last album was, is one of my favorite of all time. That Fear Inoculum album, I, I absolutely love. I listen to it still all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, what, the state of rock and roll, the state of metal, I, what, what is it going forward? Who's staying to the party? too long i don't know what what are your thoughts i mean i think that i think well i think there's a lot of good underground stuff out there i mean there's a lot of like there's a lot of small festivals nowadays i mean i go to the one in uh, houston every year uh hell's heroes which has a lot of the smaller bands like your night demons and your haunt and sonya and visigoth and and those kind of smaller various subgenres of metal the other thing is that you're seeing a lot of the older bands, older bands from back in the day coming back, you know, like Possessed and and uh, Riot and those kind of things. And some of the and, it, and it's it's the same situation as with the bigger bands, right? It's it's not it's not necessarily the original lineup, you know. And sometimes it's a mixed bag as to you know whether or not they should have came come back or shouldn't have come back. Yeah, I mean, I think that you know it always here's what it comes down to. It comes out of supply and demand. When everybody gets tired of seeing Vince Neil and Motley Crue and all that that fiasco there, then, you know, that's when it'll stop. But as long as people are still going to go, you know, people are going to go to see Foreigner, even if there's nobody left from the original band. Yeah. And it's just really a supply and demand thing. I just hope that people just, I don't know. I'm one of those people that just have some respect for yourself. I don't know. If I was doing that and I looked and I went back and listened to the tapes back or whatever, I would be horrified you know what i mean well, like you don't, I always, i'm always like i'm always like i don't understand is vince neil not embarrassed yeah well you know you there's always you don't know people's financial situations well, that's I, it. yeah i mean so i'm fairly certain now that nikki six is in a good place but i mean all those guys have been through so many divorces and rehabs and everything else legal problems and lawsuits how much money is left there you know afterward like journey man it, Oh, they're, they're, they're suing each other and they're still playing together. Jonathan Cain. And, <laughs> I don't know. That I, is so bizarre. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is. It, it's crazy. And I guess Steve Perry still gets a cut of the action somehow. And he was smart. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but you want how can these band, how can a, how did Greta Van Fleet get so huge? Well, that's, I don't, I, I, you know, I am telling no, you, I mean, and I, and I, and I knew, I, you know, listen to the first album. And yeah. You know, it was Zeppelin. It was good. I yeah. like Zeppelin, so I liked it. I know some people that saw them uh, here in a club and said they put on a great show, and they're young kids, and they're obviously talented, and they they seem to do a really good job. And you know, we just sort of see where it goes. Yeah, and they're not completely. They're not off my radar, but they're not front and center either. So right. I knew they had a couple of albums that came out, and I'd hear them here and there, or whatever. But I don't. It's like they creeped up. I have a friend that lives in Vermont. And he's like, oh, are you going to the Van Fleet show in Boston at the Garden? And I was like, the Boston Garden? And he's like, yeah. I said, who are they opening for? And he's like, no, it's them. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? And they're, and, they're, and they're selling. Like, it's crazy. 
And and I couldn't believe it. And I was just like, I'll tell you what, you know, give the new album a chance. Uh, I will do that. And then, but I'll tell you what, the, the drummer is amazing. They are super talented. And Josh is the singer. Jake's the guitarist. He's awesome. Sam is the bass player and keyboardist. And again, He's like a throwback to I'm watching him like this dude's like uh, John Paul Jones or Getty Lee. He's playing amazing bass and then hopping on the keyboards. I don't think I think the production kind of like muffles their talent in a bit. I like I, I wish they would have had a big time producer back in the day to bring all that more in the forefront, honestly. But, you know, what other bands? How does how does a band like they get so big? And then you mentioned these other younger bands. How do they get be- that big? You know, you know, it's, it's, I mean, for like the, the underground bands, I mean, it's really, it's, it's really like band camp and word of mouth and going on these festivals and just pouring yeah. and pouring and pouring and pouring Although, and pouring. Let me tell you, know, you something. Other- um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, the Greta Van Fleet show was over half female, the audience. So I, that plays a part into it as well. So you have to be good looking. I don't know. You know, Right. Well, I know a lot of women that really, really love the band Shine Down. Okay. Love, love, love that band, and I, I, I like them. I've, I've seen them a couple new times. Either. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. Yeah. I don't know. They're the next big thing. I mean, I like Rival Sons. They're really good. Right. You know, or uh, Dirty Honey. I mean, those are some good hard Dirty rock Honey bands. Dirty Honey has some great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't see a lot of traction behind them. I thought they would be a band. There would be another band that would get some traction, and yeah, I mean, it would be helpful if those bands got like could get on a tour. Like Shine Down opened for Iron Maiden, which helped them out quite a bit. Yeah, they played uh, Castle Donington, which helped them out quite a bit. I mean, that's kind of what these bands kind of have to do. You you have to really get on a on a good tour. I mean, Ghost was, you know, look how big Ghost is now, and again, they opened for Iron Maiden, you know, and a there lot of go. people yeah. weren't familiar with them. You really have to get on a good tour. I mean, it, I can see like a, a band like Dirty Honey pairing up with Guns N' Roses. I think that would be because they're kind of like that that yeah. pretty hard rock yeah. vibe. I think well, that, I that think would a, be a good bill. Maybe a band needs to get a, I, I don't because there's no radio. Maybe, you know, sometimes a YouTube exposure or a yeah. commercial, a TV commercial or uh, I don't know, you know, a car commercial and their music's playing in the background. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Well, and that's and then. It's funny you should mention that because that is what has helped a lot of the legacy bands. Right. You know? Yeah. And you talk about, you talked about like, you talked about the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, how that came out and there was a resurgence for, for Queen and everybody was like, yeah, no Freddie Mercury, but you know, Queen, we'll go see Queen. And from but, all accounts, and I haven't, I saw, actually saw Queen with Paul Rogers. Yeah. Um, When he affronted them I'm, and they were good. I mean, I like. I like Bad Company and Free and stuff like that. I I thought it was a, a weird pairing. I wasn't really sure that he was the right guy to front yeah, that was strange, Queen. Definitely. But it was a strange pairing. I mean, he did a good job, you know. I think that Adam Lambert is probably a better fit. Yeah. Um, it, he definitely it, well, sort like of- I said, I was blown away by the massive crowd. They could have played a football stadium. Yeah. Cuz there was there was standing room. It was like a Michael Jordan playoff game at the United Center. But the it was it, again it was way too sanitized with it. You know Adam Landmer, yeah, he's a great singer, but I was like this is like a Vegas production. It's not like Well, a he's a he's a pop singer by trade, yeah. right? He's yeah. a, he was a, I think it was American not, Idol or America's Got Talent or something. So I mean, he's he's a pop singer, a stylized, you know, uh produced type singer. The kid can I'll definitely you, sing. I'll but, tell you what, though, their their set list was great. I mean, they they played all the hits, obviously, but they dug deep and played like Lap of the Gods and um, 
they played doing all right off the first album. I was like, holy shit, you know, they're playing. So they, they played like 30 some songs with deep cuts and hits and, you know. That's and, good. You got your money's worth. Yeah. But I mean, but it was crazy. Like there was a, there was a young lady next to me and she knew every word to don't stop me now. You know, it was, I was like, well, how did that happen? You know, I guess that's from the movie, but. Who but, opened uh, for them? Who Do they have an opening no band? Oh, no, no one. No one. Yeah, they just, I, which I like. I like when that happens. Bet, who do you think is staying to the party too long? And who do you think? Uh, I think that, uh, well, I, I, you know, I definitely think that uh, Motley Crue. I agree. Say they're welcome. Because I thought that original final tour was amazing. And then they came back with this crap. So, yeah, I agree. Go on. Yeah. I'm a little, I think that maybe uh, ACDC might be able to do maybe some festival dates, but not a full bone bone tour. I don't think a full bone tour is going to work. I think. Yeah, that, I agree. Um, my, my only I thing. I think Brian's was, voice is going to be able to handle it. I don't. I don't. Uh, that album was so good, you know. And yeah, and they did, and it, and obviously, yeah. you know, it, it came out at worst time, right? And they didn't right. get a chance to tour on it, and they didn't get a chance to. And then, of course, you know, Brian had the the issues, and the and Axel played with them, and you know, right. helped them finish that tour and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's great that he was able to come back from from you know the problems that he had with his hearing and so on and so forth. But I think there might still be some problems there. I mean yeah, no. and and listen, again, you're talking about somebody who was never really a great singer anyway. He was always kind of a a raspy, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like he never really was a great crooner. Right. But I think that if they're if they're smart and they pick if they pick smart things to do, like okay, we're gonna we're gonna do uh, you know um, Castle Donington, and we're gonna do you know you know maybe we're gonna do shows in in select cities, you know maybe you know like a New York, Chicago, L.A., Vegas, you know what I mean? Like yeah, but not a full blown tour. I just can't see them. I mean, the, the thing about touring is it's there's so much else that goes that goes on with that, you know, between the travel and the you know the flying and the you know driving and the you know and not sleeping in your own bed and early morning calls so just you know maybe not eating right like all of that kind of, even though you know you're a big rock star and you can afford to you know maybe you know obviously you're not some band running around the states in a in a van or something like that but i mean still it still takes a toll on you traveling yeah now what do you think about priest priest is an interesting story for me because and they're coming out with a new they're coming out with a new album yes they are yeah. so here's the thing if you watched uh, the priest show on youtube the the power trip one i i love them i love rob but rob is looking down reading the lyrics he did that right. the last time that we saw them so he's not he's not what he used to be and that's okay he doesn't have to again like he doesn't have david lee roth can't you know do the kicks or whatever i don't right. expect him to be to to be able to do that but it bothers me that he's kind of like looking down like most of the show. It's just weird. I, 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 I've seen it. Yeah. And I've seen him live a few times. I'm a huge Ricky, Richie Faulkner fan. Yeah, me too. And listen, yeah, he's, and I mean, that Judas Priest would have been over if it wasn't for him. Exactly. You know? you know, everybody's like, like the new song, right? Everybody's like, Oh, Rob's voice sounds excellent. Well, you know, you got to remember that he's in a studio. You got to see how that song is going to sound live. You know, and he'll have and help too. That's the thing is, yeah. you know, and and that's you know like if he knows enough that he's not doing you know uh, victim of changes or you know doing that screaming for vengeance scream he knows he can't do that yeah you know he he knows he I mean I, I hope that he's smart enough to know his limitations but, but they're not but they're another band that yeah I mean I think they're more on like um they're more on like border level like in, in terms of venues that they're playing like they don't play 
they're playing small to mid-sized oh, venues. They are absolutely. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're so, not. They're not. They're not. They're not playing the Boston Garden. No, they're not. They're not. They're probably yeah. down by you, maybe Janice Landing. Uh, where did they play? I don't know where they played here. Um, but like in Chicago, they played the theater. Uh, they didn't even play. They played the Rosemont Theater, and then they played uh one of the outdoor sheds with Deep Purple. They did a package tour. Those are yeah. Last I mean, they're years. they're yeah. playing smaller um auditorium arenas here or right. whatever. They're not they're not playing the they're not playing the. I mean, for what it's worth, Iron Maiden doesn't play the Boston Garden for some reason either. They they play huge stadiums everywhere else, but not in Boston. They're playing they play like the sh- the shed um yeah. or they play out in Worcester uh, at the at the Centrum, which is generally where you'd see like Judas Priest. But now I think Judas Priest. The last time I saw them, I think they were. Even even a step down from that. So maybe yeah. So I, the, I I also saw them. Well, so I saw them out in California. My oldest son was going to school out there, and they played the San Jose Civic Center, which is a great venue, but it's tiny. Yeah, that's and that's they, exactly that's yeah the and Civic then, Center. Uh, that's what they're doing here, like the Lowell. And then they played the Casino in Hammond, Indiana, which again, it was a great show, but what I don't know if they even get to 2,500 but people. that's what they that's you know what they play yeah. here they play at Foxwoods a lot yeah absolutely and yeah. like you said it's a decent size arena I mean I saw Megadeth there on the Gigantor right. so there's another let's touch on Megadeth I mean there's a band where I think and I loved Dystopia but I think it's time to call it quits especially when you had the whole thing with uh Junior and and I don't want to get into it, but it was creepy. But like, I don't know. It's just Dave Mustaine and backup. Now he he had that. But it's key. all. But it's you know to be to be. I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it's all. It's been the Dave Mustaine show and this revolving right. cast of people behind him for quite some time now. I mean, it's basically been but Dave and Kiko whoever and else. Like, I'm like, you know what? Okay. You know, because Kiko's awesome, and like oh, I know this yeah. guy's great, but I'm like, and then. I guess well, he's not on the tour right now. He had, step, to do... he had to step out of the tour, off the tour. Yeah, uh, Kiko, he had to he had to go home for some family. Well, that's my point. Yeah, I, I kind of yeah. lost it after that. I'm like, you know, what? the last few times I saw Megadeth, it's the same songs, and he, and, and that's another thing that really ticks me off. Like a band like Megadeth, I think should be playing 25 songs. They have such a vast collection. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Megadeth with four other bands playing an hour. You know what I mean? And I agree with you on that. Yeah. And I agree that their yeah. their set list really is stale, really yeah. stale. And they do have to step it up, you know. Um, they have this great new album and it's like, play it. Exactly. They, do, they play the same stuff. Yeah. Did you um see any of the footage from when they were in Japan with um when Marty Freeman joined them? I did. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. 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 I mean they should very cool. they should get him to do the tour here in the U.S. It so this is, I mean, well. this is probably a no-brainer. What about Metallica? I mean, obviously Metallica is playing two I nights. Think, I think Metallica is still is still got it. I don't think. Yeah. I I think they still. I think they still have it. I mean, people yeah. are saying that Kirk has made mistakes. You know, like screwed up some solos or stuff like that or whatever. But again, it's fine because it's live. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't care if he goes up there and he fucks up a solo. I mean, like. You're human. I get it. I don't have a problem with that. No, yeah. I think that they definitely. I I'm going to see them next year. My tickets are for August, twenty. Yeah, it's crazy. So I mean, yeah. obviously they're making money. They can sell. They're 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 probably the top of the top of the heap, right? As far as oh yeah yeah yeah. As far yeah. as I mean, I think it goes them, and then and then you've got Iron Maiden that does really really well and plays right. you know pretty, plays big places pretty much everywhere all over the world yeah. and stuff like that. That's still still at a high level i mean we had a scare with nico you know and you know we just gotta hope that he's he stays healthy you know because they've got shows coming up down under 
next right. year, which I have a ticket to Melbourne and Sydney. God bless you, man. <laughs> that is awesome. Yes. Yeah, well, awesome. I, yeah, yeah, I know so we've to, to this, but yeah. Yeah, I was supposed to go in 2020. Um, right. I was going to go see them in 2020. I had everything booked. I had flights, hotels, the whole nine yards, and then the pandemic. And yeah. so I've been kind of waiting for them to do this, uh, uh, you know, so I can have another go around because I've always wanted to go to Australia. The sad thing about this time around is I'm not going to make it to New Zealand. I'm only I'm only going to be able to do uh, Melbourne and Sydney. But yeah, I'm excited about that. So that'll be great. Yeah. So I mean, but but I mean, they're not going to be doing this forever. Right. You know? Yeah. It's funny because um, there was an well, article. You, that just, you know, we talked about this, I think, last time we were t we we talked and, you know, and I saw him I saw him down here a year ago in Tampa and I was like, ah, you know, because I'm not a, I can't get into Senjutsu that much. But, you know, I, I'm like, ah, I'm going to go. I, you know, I got tickets and like two songs into the show. I'm like, OK, this still kicks ass. This is still awesome. And they yeah. still bring it. And there's no reason I see there's no reason why they should stop. I, I agree with you yeah. 100%. I think and, that as and, long as everybody's healthy. So they interviewed Bruce and Bruce was saying how, you know, they don't do backing traps and they don't they don't down tune and everything. And, you know, he, sometimes he needs to keep his mouth shut because you just never want to, like, put that out there. If, if somewhere right. down the road, you might need to down tune because yeah. backing tracks are a different story. If you've got a down tune, I'm OK with it, you know. Uh, but right now, I mean, he doesn't have to. So, you know, it's good. But, yeah, I mean, they still they still got it going on. And. And, and it's great. And my gripe with them is who they take on tour with them, because oftentimes it's the Ravens age, which is uh, Steve's son's band. Right. And I've seen them enough. But I mean, they, I mean, like, like I said, they took they shine down has played with them. Ghost has played with them. Yes. Um, Kill switch engage. Who's who, who is actually who's going to be with them down under uh, this nice. time around. Um, so yeah. that's good exposure because, you know, kill switch is from up this way. They're from Western Mass. And yeah. so for them to be, you know, be able to go, uh, I mean, and they've been around for a minute, but for them to be able to go down under, I mean, they've probably been there before, but I mean, to do this type of show down under is going to be huge exposure for them. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah, so, I mean, I think, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I I wanted to shift gears and go to Kiss. So. Oh, yeah, Kiss. It's time, you know, it's time. Like, it, <laughs> it was time, time a couple of years ago. But yeah. if you look, if you go to Ticketmaster, they're not selling at all. Like you, I, I don't even know. I think they're playing Cincinnati tonight, and I think That's... they're maybe it might be half full. Maybe they'll fill it up with like cheap tickets. But that's the know. thing is, but that's what I'm saying. Like if if you start to realize that you know people are, and not only not only because of maybe the the show itself, but also they've saturated the market, right? I mean, they saturated the market. They said we we're going to play your. This is the last time we we're going to play your city. Well, now and it's then, been four times, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and and it's the obvious backing tracks and the whole. I've met Gene Simmons; he's awesome. I met Paul once; he was pretty cool. But I mean, it, there's there there is an arrogance there that I don't know. It's just time, yeah. It, 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 it is. It, and, yeah. I mean, I saw them. I can't. I saw them at Donington, and um, they headlined the first night, and they were awesome. And there was a lot of people there, and they're they're fun. We had a lot of fun with them. They were a lot of fun, but you know. When Paul's going on and on about, you know, this is our last tour and you're never going to see us again and we're going to miss you guys and all this, you know, it's just bullshit. And you're just kind of like, just shut up. Let's play another song. Don't tell me you're not going to be back again. And there was a thing, I think it's Cleveland. I think they're in Cleveland. Maybe it's Sunday night they're in Cleveland. 
uh, a friend of mine in Cleveland was uh, said, um, this is the last time that, that Kiss is going to play Cleveland. And I said, or is it? Because you just exactly. don't yeah. know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you know, yeah. like, if you know that you're going to have to put a screen up or you're going to have to, you know, put a, put a, um, you know, a curtain up to kind of make it look like the room is more filled, Yeah, you know, or, I mean, and, and, and why don't you just play smaller venues? Cause exactly. I, I think that too, I think, why are they, I mean, are they so arrogant that they can't, you know, they can't see the writing on the wall and say, okay, maybe we need to play a smaller place. I know. I, I don't know. Or, like they're they're said, the reason they I like all this stuff, you know. They drop, they drop the, they drop the ticket prices, right? They, you know, yeah. like you said, you know, all of a sudden it's like a fifty dollars tickets, and then you know everybody's gonna go. I mean, it's the tickets for fifty bucks, you know, I'll, I'll go, I'll go, I'll take a night out. Yeah, I'm just thinking. So I saw Ted Nugent um, twice this summer. It was he said it was his adios mofo. That's his final yeah. tour, whether that's true or not. But but he played smaller venues, played a great set, played a great show. I had issues with. Some of this, I think he could have played better songs, but well, for the most what part, was his set list like? Was it? Just it's all the, the all the standards. I would like. I wanted to hear Doggy Dog. I was kind of pissed he didn't. Oh yeah, I like that yeah. song. But uh, and he played some. He played uh, well. So yeah, the, this last tour he only played one song off of his uh, latest album, and he played a couple of his uh, more more recent songs. But it was you know there's Stranglehold and and all the uh, Free for All Gonzo. Yeah. Uh, great white buffalo, yeah. So it was all the standard, and he put on a great show, yeah. And it was is straight up live, but apparently he's done, and uh, he's going out on his terms, so that's good. If you know he stays, yeah, healthy, yeah. Um, and then, uh, I mean, back, back we'll to Aerosmith. I mean, so Aerosmith. This was supposed to be. This is supposed to be the last tour, anyway. Right, peace out. But, uh, I think it's called right. Yeah, tour. I don't know if if they totally canceled everything. I I would I would really welcome a refund on my tickets yeah well yeah yeah i hope so yeah i i, I was kind of i had a big um i had lots going on anyway so when they when they postponed the show i was kind of relieved yeah it's time for them to go it is sure. it's it's, yeah. it's time to just just kind of let it you know let it let it be and just yeah. just uh and you know and you can still you can still do music i mean you can still put albums out and, and what about you know, what you still what are your thoughts about bands just hanging out in Las Vegas for? That's not a bad thing. That's not a bad, the residency isn't a bad deal because like I'm talking about, like you got to get and get a decent night's sleep. You don't have to travel. Um, I think it's, it's better on your body. It's better, which means it's better on your voice. It's better on your, your arms. Your leg, you know what I mean? It's better for yeah. you. It's just healthier for you, you know, and the weather's usually nice and you know what I mean? I like you, you can, um, it's you know you can have it like going to work every day you know what i mean because the travel is so it's just a lot and you know like time zone changes and all that other crazy stuff oh yeah um you know i think it i think it's a great idea i think that the prices are usually completely out of control yeah you know? Las Vegas, uh, I know. I, I, yeah you know i wish that they would kind of turn that down what do you think about the sphere i saw the sphere um I don't know. I in I are you a U two fan? Yeah, more older. Not really so the dancey stuff. The more the I early eighty stuff. Wasn't I? I thought War was really good. I could not stand that run from I the Joshua Tree. I just I couldn't do it. But oh, I like Joshua Tree. When they did Octoon Baby, I thought it was yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, Octoon Baby. Yeah, I like the I like I like when they got kind of weird in the nineties. I even like Discotech 
But back to your back to your question about the sphere. I saw a video of it, and I don't, man. If that's the future of concerts, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a headache. Like I don't know. It, was, it seemed like it was too much. It, it is. It is too much because it's not. I mean, it's not a concert, really. I mean, when I think of a concert, I just you know I think of a band playing. You know, this is more like a like a um almost like a play or something like a like it's like a live yes. action movie or something it's not like yeah. checking out a band i mean it, it what used was to be cheapest? it used to be that you know you went to see the band and you watched them set up their own stuff and they put up their backdrop and then you know and that was rock and roll you know and now it's just gotten to price. be like what i think the cheapest ticket price is almost 500 bucks yeah, well, I was watching um, That Rocks, that show with, with Eddie Trunk, yes. and he was say, he was talking about that he had gone to that show, and Jim Florentine, his uh, co-host, was saying how at the last minute he went and he got a ticket for half price, but it was okay. still like 250 bucks. Yeah, I mean, I can't see, I mean, that's a very expensive night out. I mean, if you're taking a date, you know, your wife or your, you know, whatever, you know, so the two of you go, 500 a ticket, you go to have dinner, the beers are, you know, 15, 20 bucks a whack. They were saying, I think the mixed drinks were like 30 bucks. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a really expensive night out. So what bands would be able to draw there? I mean, what bands are on U2's level? Like, well, I mean, you know, people have talked about Metallica or Iron Maiden. I mean, the thing about like Iron Maiden is because they have so much spectacle. Yeah. You know, there's so much going on. That might be really cool. Eddie Trunk was saying that the next band that's supposed to be playing there is Fish. Wow. Okay. Which I was like, okay. Yeah. No I don't know about that. I yeah. mean, it would have to be a band that has a really good stage show or has music that, and I guess maybe that's what Fish has is that, you know, lends itself to the to the, the lights and the attraction and all that. I mean, maybe like Dancy, like yeah. uh, Madonna or, uh, you know, or uh, there, Lady there's Gaga, you know? Yeah, How, yeah I... <laughs> This but, is, but, but, but the thing is, is that the there's, a whole, there's a whole spectacle, right? She's got yeah. a whole stage show and, you know, the dancing and the, you know, the lights and the everything else probably would be, I mean, if you're into that kind of music, it would probably be kind of a cool when Madonna first When Madonna first announced the tour, we were thinking about it. And then, you know, and then I'm like, I remember I was, in, we, were, we heard Into the Groove and I'm like, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to happen. No, it's, it's not going to. And the ticket prices are ridiculous. I'm like, no way. My uh, my nephew, who lives in Virginia, is a massive, massive Madonna fan. And he's like waited his whole life for this. And they're going in December. And he's absolutely over the moon. And, and I'm I'm thrilled for him. I actually saw the Truth or Dare tour. I went with somebody. Yeah, I did too. Who yeah. was taking her daughter. And no, I, saw blonde, I saw Blonde Ambition. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. No. Yeah, I didn't see that. Right. One. I mean, I, I'm not a massive Madonna. I don't hate her or whatever, but I don't. I, I don't. I mean, I know. Obviously, that that was the thing. Is I went and I went. Wow, I know more songs than I thought I did. But it was a whole. It was a whole stage show, so it was entertaining. Right. Just back to other like classic rock bands. So I'm trying to think like bigger acts. But like here, one that just came to mind, like Glenn Hughes. So you know he he still brings it. Like he's better he now. Can than still he still sing. Man, yes. he comes. He does that Deep Purple show, and I'm like, and that's awesome. Out. I saw that. That's really, yeah. really good. Yeah, so he's not staying too long to the party. He's a better. No, he, than he, he, was. he doesn't. He knows. Yeah. And he's playing nice, nice, nice smaller venues. Exactly. He knows he knows his audience. One guy that should hang it up for sure, though, is Don Dockin. Like, so. Oh well, I, yeah. yeah. I was just gonna tell you. Um, I have some friends that saw him. Um, he played. I think it was the Hampton Beach Casino. Um, up in New Hampshire, and he was like, it was, it was really. He goes, it was like Vince Neil show. 
said it yeah, was he really can't bad. Scream that. I mean, but people are going, and then he, he was smart to do the tour with George Lynch. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna do that, you've got to definitely at least have that. But yeah, that that's and that's what I'm saying. Like, don't you can't you tell that this is not good? But you know, so you remember they had the um, what was this five six years ago? They had that big. So they did a show up in a place in like North Dakota, but it went out of business. And then they went over to Japan, the original docking. And someone oh, told Oh, right. Me, and they, they were yeah, supposed so to get a told me, like, of money. And... Yeah, they threw like a million dollars at him or something. But someone told me that like Don took 500 grand and then the other 500 grand was separated between the other three guys. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, I guess, I, mean, I guess it depends band. on how the, well, I was just going to say, it depends, I guess, on how yeah. the contract is written. Exactly. But- that's why people are pissed off. Yeah. But that's George, why you have to I mean, spell George employees. Lynch can still play. Yeah. Yeah George, yeah, George Lynch is pretty interesting because he talks, he's pretty, he's very honest about the music business and their past and the present and everything else. But well, so Rush is a band that I mean, we know that Neil passed away and, and know that they so, probably bowed out knowing that Neil because we think that you know they yeah. knew that Neil was sick, but even like Alex has said that he has arthritis in his hands and that it's hard for him to play and, you know, that he takes medication for it. You know, he's honest and upfront about it that that he can't play like he used to because right. he's not well. I'm going to see next month. I'm going to see Getty Lee's uh, book tour or spoken oh, word or whatever you call it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Back to yeah. Rush, though. They, they went out with the perfect tour i don't know if you went to see it i did and it was so amazing <clears throat> the reverse chronological order of the set it was, was so cleverly done yeah. it was just yeah. so cleverly done you know it's too bad that they're not still around because man they would be great for the sphere i think that you would know? for sure you know? or maybe maybe some you know like you know a pink floyd type of thing you know but yeah it, yeah there's another guy that i'm not a big floyd guy but you know the um roger waters you yeah know, yeah like Dude, He's a garbage you know. human being, but I really like his yeah. work. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I know. That, but so that another... that but that but that stage show because I just I, I saw I I didn't see him the last time he was there. I saw him the time before that, and like that whole stage show and everything that would work really well in that sphere because there's yeah, a lot of multimedia. There's a lot of sure. a lot of yeah. stuff going on. That would yeah. be probably very entertaining. Now a guy, it's not metal, but he's rock. Is Jack White? I mean, he he does well. He did yeah, well and he's and he's yeah. really good, and he's yeah. He's, he it was it was a great show, and I thought his last album was great. But um, yeah, I mean uh, there are there, there are people. I mean, like Tom Keeper from Cinderella, he goes right? out and does his thing, and and he still sounds good. And what about what about Stephen from Rat? Well, I full disclosure, I'm not a big Stephen Piercy fan anyway, and I don't really like his voice that much. I never really did. I was never a huge Rat person. I mean, yeah, for Rat, I liked I liked you know Warren and Robin, but. Yeah. I was never I've never been a big Stephen Pierce. And then you've got this whole other thing where you've got these, you know, different factions of bands, right? You've got, you know, like three LA guns and three guns. I know that's crazy. and all this other. And that yeah. I don't understand people going to see like I'm gonna go see Steve Riley's LA guns or I'm gonna go see the Tracy Guns LA gun. Like <laughs> Yeah, I know. I don't even understand that at all. Yeah. And you know, and there's I think so that's much... what I, I think that's a, I mean, I know guys are making a living, but maybe you have stayed too long to the party when you Yeah. And and listen and do yeah. your own thing. Yeah. Do your own thing. Like if you're not in LA Guns anymore, like do another band and then you know you can maybe place some original stuff and play some LA gun stuff, you know, like mix it up. I mean, that's what you know Thin Lizzy did, right? They um Black Star Riders. They right. started exactly. out really as a tribute band and then they started to write their own stuff and now they do a mix of you'll see they still do 
I just saw them. They're excellent. They're excellent band too. Um, Ricky's a great, a great singer and, and they do, they do justice to the Thin Lizzy stuff and then they have their own stuff. Yeah. So it's not, a, it's not, I mean, it's a, it's a band that has respect for the originators, although uh, Scott Gorm has left that band now. So they're basically not Thin Lizzy anymore or anything, any part of Thin Lizzy anymore, but you know what I mean? They still play homage, but they, they're their own thing. Yeah. And I mean, it would be really nice if these musicians who do still have it would would do that, would form a band and you can do yeah, your your old stuff, but do some new stuff. Us, or do but some... here, like I, I'm, just, I'm another band I thought of is Grand Funk. And they, they played a small venue near me and I've seen them a few times in the last few years. And they so Who's it's Mark Far, it, Mark Farner's not in it. So it's right. It's uh, Don Brewer owns the band. I have I have Don Brewer's cell phone number. Don't ask me how I got it, but I got it. So, it, but Mel's in it. I don't know if Mel is paid or if he's. But I I know for a fact Don Brewer owns Grand Funk, and he's got a dude who was in Thirty Eight Special because they play that since you've been gone. It wasn't the Thirty Eight Special singer is him. Um, I'm blanking on his name. So he plays the Mark. He sings the Mark Farner songs. Then they got Bruce Kulick, formerly of Kiss and Billy Squire. And, and he plays guitar and he's awesome. He's but in that, Grand Funk. I didn't even know that. He's, Funk. he's been in Grand Funk forever. He's been like. I knew he did some work with them, but I didn't know that he was like yeah. in the band. But here, if they put out a new album, no one would give two shits. But they play hit after hit after hit and people lose it. And it's hour 15 minutes and people are happy. And what's it? Uh, um, Don can still play drums. I mean, he he hits them hard, like for his age. I don't know, you know. It, but, but the tickets probably weren't that expensive. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a nice night they out. Play Vegas, yeah, can... they play. They play all like casinos and they play Vegas. Yeah, a lot. and yeah. that's that's per and see that's what I'm saying. That's perfect. You know, that's that's yeah. perfect. Another band that I always blows my mind is like, why didn't Skid Row ever get back with Sebastian? Because I, but I guess the money's not there and they just don't want to put up with him and they, yeah i mean they've said no 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 now he's another one that seems to still have his voice although somebody was telling me not really but the last time that i saw him i thought he sounded really good well they always pissed me off because they they came out with one of the greatest albums of all time and they refused to play anything over it because it didn't sell subhuman race oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, but I I don't yeah. There's another band I I don't know. But they, but and that's another band that's kind of like. Well, I mean, it's all the it's all the, the guys, and then they just they have this rotating lead singers. They keep getting different lead singers. But outside of Maiden, who are your favorite bands? Maiden, Priest, uh, Sabbath, right. old. I like old Aerosmith. I like right. I like. I'm a big Rush fan. I yeah. like a lot of different kinds of stuff. I'm with you. So Sabbath's done. I mean, Ozzy yeah, well, should have hung it up. I don't know. Right. And that listen, thing, yeah. uh, uh, did you see that? I don't know if you saw that headline that um, Ozzy was planning on doing another album, you know? And like the last album that he did was just so produced, you know, it was just so like ridiculous. It. it was terrible. I mean, the yeah. best part of it was the guitar solos that other people were doing. Exactly. And he says he's not going to have any guests on this one. And um, somebody on the internet commented, who's going to write all the songs and arrange all the songs and perform all the songs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, but you know, I mean, if, if, if it makes him happy, you know, whatever, but, and people, and, and people will buy it and people would, people would have gone to see, see him. And part of it is people would have gone to see if it was a train wreck, you know? Yeah, part of part of that, which is sad, you know, that people are like that. Well, look, he what he he what he played that's uh, he played the uh, Rams game at the I, wasn't the oh Super yeah yeah he did that yeah um, so he played it half time 
you know, and he and he's and he's lip syncing, obviously, but he plays crazy train, and everybody loses their stuff, you know. Right. So. It's just about being in the same room with him. But I saw him in I don't know what that was twenty seventeen or whatever it was, and I think I've and I've talked about this before on my show, and you and I may have t- talked about this, but like a a good chunk of the show was Zach uh, Wild doing solos. Yes. Yeah. No, you're right. You know, and and so you know there was there was a good chunk of the show where he wasn't even on stage, but it was just Zach, you know, doing yes. it in instrumentals. Right. But, you know, like it's Ozzy and, and there was, and I was with somebody who had never seen Ozzy before. So for them, it was like, Oh, I've never seen Ozzy, you know? Exactly. But I, and then the last time I saw Black Sabbath, it wasn't all of Black Sabbath because Bill Ward wasn't there. Exactly. I think nowadays it's really hard for the older to have for the older bands to get everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? To, you know, and, Part of that is, you know, finances and, you know, some of it is obviously people are dead or, you know, whatever. But that brings up now we talked about people that have passed away and Zach Wilde. How do you feel about Pantera? That is such a weird thing for me, this whole Pantera thing. I mean, I'll see them next year. Well, let me let me preface this by saying that from what I've seen, I don't think that I don't think the vocals are that great anymore. I don't think I, I think there's somebody who probably can't sing those songs anymore. It's not. Pantera, I kind of wish they didn't call it Pantera. If they had said, hey, we're going to do a tribute to Pantera, we're going to call it whatever, something else, Panther, right? And said, we're going to we're gonna go do this and we're going to do all the songs of Pantera with these but two other guys. Blessing from the spouses of Diamond. Yep. No, brother, everybody, so well, everybody, everybody's getting paid. Money. Everybody's yeah. getting paid too. I mean, let's, exactly. let's face it, everybody's getting paid. So they're going to yeah, sign but, off on it. I, I agree with you. Like, I always think of Phil as either the, the badass you know, muscular guy or the the strung out, that, which which brings up. An, but now it's just he's just like an old dude who's out of shape and he has his head shaved and he doesn't wear <laughs> shape, right? I don't know. It's like I don't know. And he doesn't talk because I saw him. I saw him with Slayer. So Phil and Samo before Pantera got back there was doing a tour and doing all Pantera songs with his right. own band, the Illegals. And, or, yeah, yeah, and he was with and he was with Slayer, and I saw that, and he and his voice didn't sound that great. Yeah. And he couldn't hit the notes like for Cemetery Gates. He couldn't hit that, that note. Exactly. We well, you know, going back, and that brings up another thing I wanted to bring up, touch on when we talk about young bands. Rock and roll lost its danger. Like, it, and it's yes. just the climate we live in. You can't be dangerous anymore. And I miss that. Like, I want my rock stars to be dangerous. I, I think there's an element still that in the rap and hip hop. And I think that's why it appeals to a lot of the kids because there's still that danger aspect to it. But it's it's lost in rock and roll, you know. Like, well, even, yeah. I mean, everybody has to be politically correct and has to be very yeah, careful. That's my about, one, I mean, when you're getting when you're getting sued for, you know, somebody who was underage, you know, forty years ago, you know, know. you're and you're like, gonna I, think you're gonna think twice. You're gonna think twice. And now you have to remember with social media, everything is totally different. Right. Everything's totally different because everything, every single show is taped. Everybody's got their phone out, which is a whole nother issue that I have, yes. but like everything is taped. Everything is, I mean, and it's everywhere. It's not just in bands. It's everywhere that you, that you go. If somebody sees somebody, if somebody sees somebody jaywalking, they're like, they pull their phone out and they're taking a video of it. You know, so yeah. people are, people are hyper concerned about that. And if you're in, in the entertainment business you've and you've got a little bit of money or you've got a little bit of juice or whatever, you got to be really careful that you don't offend anybody, that you don't say the wrong word or you aren't overheard saying something or doing something or, you know, whatever. You got to be really careful. And so now everybody's just like walking on eggshells. Yeah. Unless, no, you're, you're, unless you're Ted Nugent and then you don't care. And then you don't care. Yeah. 
And but but he's got his crowd there that uh you know he's got his certain crowd that likes that. Yeah. Right. But but he's an old rocker, you know. And but the young guys, that was my like that, that was my one complaint about Greta Van Fleet. There was still this they're they're like playing it safe. Like I don't know. But yeah, they're going. I mean, they're going to because great, they're, they're great, children of the, they're children of the internet. They're the yeah, children it was of the a internet. Great live show, but you know, like like uh, the singer talked to the crowd and he said something. He goes, "We got. I guess this is a family." He goes, "But this is a rock and roll show too." And so that was kind of cool. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe that that those days are over. I mean, I mean, do you want do you want do you want to see guys? Well, I mean, maybe maybe yeah. everybody will live a little bit longer because there's not so much sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Exactly. Or sex and drugs in rock and roll that everybody yeah. will, everybody, maybe everybody will live a lot longer. We won't, we won't, we don't have a lot of people in the 27 club, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's, that's the good news. And, and maybe they, they preserve their voices and, and then maybe they save their money and do the right thing. And then they can bow out gracefully and they don't have to pour themselves around, you know, in their advanced age to, you know, because they, they have to pay their ex-wife. Exactly. Yeah. What do you think of Wolfgang? Van Halen. You know what? I haven't never I haven't seen him. By all accounts, he's really, really good. I mean, I've seen I've seen clips and stuff like that, but but people that have seen him live say he's really, really good. And I really like the fact that he kind of like he doesn't want to go up and do he wants to do his own thing, you know, and I respect that. I mean, he knows he knows who his father is and he knows that you know who his father is, but you know, he he wants to do his own thing, and I can really appreciate that. I appreciate that. I he's exceedingly talented. Like yes. he can, he's just as talented as his father was. I find his albums to be kind of boring. Um, I have not seen him live, but I've seen video of him. He doesn't give off rock star vibes whatsoever. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He, he seems almost like he's kind of shy. Yeah, that's kind of the, the like. He seems like the type of person that's not really. I don't mean approachable in like a in a nasty rock star way, but I mean just kind of like a very introverted Although, person. You know, it's interesting you bring that up because he has done some pretty, I don't know, I, I thought he, he's done a few egregious things on social media. And I, I don't like doing social media a lot, but like he's he's kind of like slagged his fans and stuff. Like I've read. Well, things- he got mad at people. So he gets mad. He does get mad at people who like say shit about his dad or, or give him a hard time for not playing Van Halen stuff or. Right. I've, I, I've seen that. Yeah, but even I, I, there was I have to I, I, I'm, I know someone. It was actually like they were praising him or like when he was like making fun of me, like you're being a fanboy or something. And like I don't know. I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe it's just because he's uncomfortable with it. But yeah, I mean, yeah. never not. But, I, but I do. I like the fact that he's trying to forge his own way. You know that yeah. yeah he he acknowledges who he is or whatever you know and then you got other you know what do you think about everybody's kids in bands I mean you know um, we touched on that guys, before I mean the guys from the guys from Slipknot's kids are in a band you know right. like well, I said well, um, um, uh, the drummer age. yeah so the Bruce Springsteen's drummer's son is in Slipknot now right I mean he's a pro oh, so yeah, um, yeah so Slipknot uh, Slipknot's Jay another Weinberg, band yeah. Slipknot's another band though they draw like. I will not see them. I haven't seen them live. I don't know if I want to. I, I've they're fun to live. They're fun live. I mean, you just don't take them seriously. You just don't take I've them seriously. I talked to a couple of security. I, I was into a few of their albums a lot. But I talk, but I talked to a couple of security people at shows and they're like, that is the worst crowd. Yeah, but like. I can actually, see that. No, we touched on that. Like, like you got Cheap Trick. You got two. You got two but sons. They're in, they're in Cheap Trick. But I'm talking about yeah. when you've got sort of the next generation have their ba- have their band. So you got Paul Stanley's son, right? Right, um, he's got a band. 
Mike yeah. Courtney's son is in a band. Right. Um, you know, so you've got like the next the next generation of um and of you people. Get, you, you mentioned um Steve, Steve Harris's son Steve. is in a band. Yeah. And I mean right. that band has has a been very fortunate because they've been opening all over the world for Iron Maiden, you know. You know, I think the Slipknot guys, I think I think their sons I think it's called Vetted or Vended or something like oh, that. Okay. Yeah. And I think they and they've opened for Slipknot as well. I think Bruce they're, Springsteen's they're kind of, drummer's son in Slipknot. So it's like it, Yeah. I wanna see I don't mind that. I mean, because obviously, you know, it's kind of like the family business or whatever. But I do want to see these kids forge their own way. I want them to find their own style, their own voice, you know, and make their own way. And I do appreciate I that. With, see, I mean, I'm sure I that, see. I mean, listen, doors have opened for a wolf because of, I don't. But I want to see more traction with these bands. Like, like I want to go to Austin City Limits and see more than one or two rock bands, right? Yeah. No, don't give me, it was fun and was walking around, but I couldn't get in it. And, and they had, like, t- they had, so Shania Twain played, Tanya Tucker, Tanya Tucker played. The old country song you yeah know? but and it was entertaining but i'm like you well, know they've known, but they're known for that like austin city limits is known for it being oh, i know but my point it's is always supposed to be my point is you look at any of these fests outside of like the, uh, you know a hardcore metal fest and you have like one or two rock bands or you have the rock day you know and i would like to see more younger rock bands gain traction than, more than just greta van fleet where you know, they got a fan base, they can play a big stage and, and I can, you know, I, I would enjoy that immensely. I'd be interested to see who they take out with them, you know, Greta, if they, you know, you say uh, they yeah, they have had anybody, some, but... they said someone opened up and they were terrible. I couldn't even tell you who they were. Because you want to, you want to pay it forward. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I recommend that you go to s- smaller festivals and um kind of, kind of check out the underground uh yeah. stuff that's going on. All right. You Did know, we touch on everybody? I think we've talked about everybody. And everybody, yeah. thanks for having me on. So when you thank you the- so yeah. much for coming on, and I'm sorry that it took so long to get you on. Anytime you need me on, I'm here. So all right, that sounds you, good. Everybody, what you're up to with uh, your YouTube channel? Yeah, so I interview. I try to get interviews um, with rock people and authors and people from other shows. But and I also sports, have posting. Right? You do sports. Too? I dropped the sports. It wasn't getting much traction. If I do sports, I'll do another channel. What I, I I post concert videos and that's getting a lot of views. My Shania Twain Foo Fighter got like four thousand views. So that wow, was, yeah. Uh, is that uh, is that on is that on your on your channel? Yes, yeah. And oh, it's well, I don't think I saw song. that. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And then you know, I I appear I, on a few other shows. I'm going to be in uh, and uh, I Martin Popoff is going to be releasing a Robert Plant book, and I'm in there. I review three of the three of his albums, and that was a lot of fun. That's, and, a, that's awesome. Uh, I'm super excited. I also participated in another book on Y&T. Wow. I can't say who the author is, but it's okay. going to be coming out, I think, next year. So that, that was fun as well. So, you know, it's just fun doing this, talking about music. Absolutely. And, absolutely. Yeah. Did um, Have you been on The Contrarians lately? I am I kind have, of behind. I have not. I uh, Nah, I would just rather say, no, I haven't. <laughs> I yeah, I, I, I haven't. Uh, I'm kind of behind in like watching videos. And, I think and, uh, I, 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 like uh, I don't know. It, I, <laughs> how much do you want me to say? I mean, I, I think since Marco and the other guys stopped hosting it, it, it's really gone downhill. So I I've never seen any of them with them not hosting it. So that. Yeah, I didn't. That's how long it's been it. since I have. Yeah. I haven't, uh, I haven't. Marco, I, Marco was on my show talking about his, his documentary on Mystique and he, and, and uh, he's like, yeah, come back on to Contrarians. And I said, I, 
if I can find the time, you know, but I just, I haven't, right. I haven't been Marco's, able to find Marco's the time. awesome. Martin's awesome. Uh, it, it, John, the music nut, Andy black sugar, you know, you those guys are great. Yeah. But some of the other, I got in a few uh, episodes and I was like, this is, this isn't for me. I'm out, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes it, you know, sometimes it depends on the topic as well. You know, sometimes you're so here's, the topic I, I, and sometimes before, you're not. Before we go, since you brought it up, so we we did a Nirvana. I, I suggested the top, and I said Nirvana were overrated ripoff artists, and I got hammered because I was the only guy that said okay, they they're ripoff artists. And uh, this was this was kind of like my downhill with the with the contrarians. A week later, I swear to God, you can look it up on Billy Corgan's on Rick Beato. A week later, and he they bring up Nirvana, and he's like Butch Vig stole my guitar sound, and when I heard. He goes, they ripped off more than the feeling by Boston. And it's exactly what I said on the contrarians. And I I got hammered for it. <laughs> but and you're Billy not Corgan. Billy Corgan. <laughs> yeah, I know. But Billy Corgan backs but you're, me up. You so, do, yeah. you're, the, you're the other guy from Chicago. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for having me on. And thanks I, for being I, on. Yeah. And come Anytime on Anytime you need me on, I'll be there. And uh, I can't wait to hear about your Australia trip and everything else. So. Absolutely. Well, between yeah. now and then, hopefully they uh, announce some some stuff closer to home. Although I was just I just went to go see them in Edmonton. I was in Edmonton, Alberta to see them. Yeah, that was good. So hopefully yeah. th they come around this area. Definitely. All right, Melissa. All right, my friend. Yeah. All right, man. Have All a right. wonderful night. Right. Yes, you too. Bye. Bye. Bye.